let's get this fika started. Let's go. Leading up to the show, I did some research, found out that you lived in Hong Kong. I lived in Hong Kong as well. Um, and that's where we started, like, absolute internship. But what led you to Hong Kong? Because you grew up in the east part of, of London. Yeah, so I was a curious kid, and I had no money, and I had no mentors. Um, so I had no one around me that challenged themselves. I think it's very important today to be around people that challenge you. Don't accept you but challenge you. And there's a big difference. And I would be in the, the pub and I'd say to my boys, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this. And they would look at me like I was stupid. So I had to change my life. And a friend of mine worked in the bank and managed to get me a job for this new stockbroking company in Hong Kong on the main island. Um, so they flew me out there. I started training. I lasted a couple of days and I was fired because I just didn't know what to do. Uh, now, that was okay. And while it was a very tough period for me, because I'm now in a foreign country, no friends, um, they still gave me the apartment for a few months and they still gave me some pay uh, because they'd brought me over there and fired me. But now I had to go, well, okay, how can I do something about this? But I had no shackles. I had nothing holding me back. The sad thing is I ended up working as a doorman of a nightclub in Wan Chai. And then from that, started to pay attention to people. My communication skills became really, really good working from the door of that nightclub. And I started to recognize who has money, who's pretending they've got money, and it became my PhD. I basically earned an MBA from working on the door of a nightclub on human psychology. It is interesting because, you know, you go to your website, uh, Steve, and looking at your business, you are a super connector. And in order to become a super connector, you need to have a very, very strong level of understanding of human behavior and human psychology. And that was one of my questions. Like, how did you become so skillful? And I understand now that's one's from working the doors at yeah, the nightclubs I realized in, uh, in Hong the, Kong. The trouble is today, people look at connections and the first thing they do when they look at making a connection is they look at themselves. How do I look? How do I sound? How do I appear? Do I have a nice watch? Do I have a nice hairdo? Do I have a nice outfit? Do I have a nice car? They look at themselves. Connections are when you bring value to somebody else and that person can bring value to you. It's a benefit. It's a mutual benefit. I've got friends that have no money, but they challenge me and they make me laugh. And I've got other friends that are very successful businessmen that interrogate me when I speak to them on what I'm doing to create impact and why I'm settling so low on my, my grades. So you've got to have relationships to benefit. So stop looking at you and start looking at the solution and benefit you bring to a relationship. If you've got no benefit, and for me, when I was the doorman of a nightclub, I knew where all the nightclubs were. Before Google appeared, I yes. knew where all the best nightclubs were. I knew all the doormen on it, and I could say to him, hey, i got to tell you, Frederick, not tonight. Run down the road, go into Jimmy's nightclub, tell him Sim sent you, you'll have a good night. So I became a man that used my knowledge of nightlife to become an asset to people that wanted to enjoy nightlife. So yeah. that was it. I found out where my value was, and I went from getting people into other nightclubs, then I would throw private parties, private dinners. It started off like, a private dinner for eight people. 
And then I'm taking over a penthouse in Hong Kong and filling it with 200 of the richest people in Hong Kong. And then I'm working in Macau and Bangkok and Geneva and Stad and Monica. Just carried on going. And I've ended up working for the Grammys, Elton John, uh, the New York Fashion Week, Palm Beach Polo, you know, just Ferrari, Formula One. The list is huge, but I never stopped just climbing of how I could become an asset to you. Look at becoming an asset first. And how your hair looks is irrelevant. There's a lot. I work with a lot of students, Steve, university students, and they all want to get somewhere in life. Let's say one of the most common questions that I get is, all right, Freddie, like, how can I network? So I'll pass that on that question to you, Steve. Let's say you are a 21-year-old university student or you're meeting a 21-year-old university student in London. What advice would you give him or her about networking and becoming a valuable asset to other people, like in your example? So it's funny that you asked me that question. And for anyone that can't see this video, I'm smiling now um, because I hate networking. I also think I'm terrible at it, okay? If there's a networking party tonight, anywhere in the planet, I'm not going (laughs) because I hate networking events. So the only time I end up there is when I'm either speaking at the event or a client or a friend of mine says, please, please, please come, and I end up going along. But I hate it. People look at networking events as a lottery system and a turkey shoot. They run up and down the event grabbing as many business cards as possible while getting to know nobody. So a networking event, you need to move with purpose. Now, are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? I'm an extrovert myself. Right. I'm an introvert, okay? I don't like too many people. I love connections, but I don't like big crowds. I don't like going to a concert. You know, I like to ride my motorbike on my own with my wife, hang up here in the hills. You know, I'm, I'm quite a quiet guy. But when I go to events, and bearing in mind, I'm speaking at events with thousands of people. I'm doing events where I'm signing my books to, you know, hundreds of people. So I do lots of events where there's big crowds. But is I only do them if there's a purpose. And a that's purpose. the key. That's the key. If you're going to a networking event before you walk through the door, what's the point? What is the point of you being in that networking event? To say, oh, to network with people, that's pathetic. That's rubbish. Don't do it, okay? You may as well just stand outside and just, like, grab people's cards as they walk through the door and hope it works. Plus the fact, if you think about it, networking events were were where you used to go to get loads of people's details. I can actually go online now to LinkedIn or Facebook and get the exact same details now. I don't need your business card. You know, if I want someone in oil and gas in Scotland, I can go on Facebook and get 400 people. So I don't need to go to, I don't need to go to a networking event. So when you go into that event, you're in there with a purpose and the purpose is your chance to connect at another level. So whenever I go to a network event, I ask myself, who's the crowd and what's the point? So the crowd are, I don't know, um, farmers. And my point is, um, I own a company, Sims Media. I want to do more media for farmers, okay? So my point is I want to find farmers that want to do to want to do more digital marketing. I'm making this up now, as you can see. 
So my point, I've got my point. I've got my audience. Now I need to make the connection. So I will go in there. I'll order a drink and I'll be like, hey, why are you here? You know, you could have been at home with the family. Why did you decide to come here? Oh, I wanted a network with a lot of people. Good for you. I'll move on to the next person. Hey, why are you here? Oh, I've got a problem. You know, really? What's your problem? Well, you know, I'm a farmer and I want to start getting branching out. <coughs> I want to do more digital marketing. It's funny you should mention that. So I move around the room to find the person I can connect with that, again, I can bring value to their problem. And that's the focus. So when you network, first answer, don't. You're looking to connect. And that's what you got to do. What's the point of me being in there? And who's the audience? And then walk into that room to connect. It's a very, very good way to approach it. When I go to this type of conferences and networking events, I'm not that type of guy that goes to collect 100 business cards because I totally agree with you. You can get that through LinkedIn or Facebook. Connecting on a different level, I think that's the key. And I think quality is better than quantity. Now, you can spend $1,000 for an event and you can meet people, but if it's enough that you connect with one and it can be worth your like your investment back. So. Easy. Yeah, yeah, easy. But how about those students that are introverted, Steve? You, you say you're introverted. There yeah. might be students that are, that are not feeling comfortable going to these events. They want to make friends. They want to make connections, forge relationships during their university times. What would you say to them? You're lucky. There's no good or bad. You know, you are what you are. It's like saying left-handed, right-handed is better than the other one. It's not. It's just the way it is. Introverts are usually shy about going to an event, okay? They're shy. They're therefore looking at themselves. As an introvert, I'm speaking to you as an introvert now, I walk into those events only when there's a benefit to me. So an extrovert is kind of like, hey, I may meet someone. It's going to be great. I'm going to go and party. They don't have the problem with being shy. They just throw themselves in. But introverts will step into a room more calculative, more focused on the end goal. Why am I here? What's the point? I want to meet people that connect with me. So they're more focused on what they're trying to get out of the event. So I actually think in a networking environment, the shy person can often be the one that gains the most because they move with purpose. I don't want to talk to 200 people, but if I'm in a room away from my kids, away from my wife, I'm going to move into that room with purpose. What can I get out of this room? Who can I connect with that's going to benefit my business? And I work with purpose. A lot of gratitude for listening to Fika with Bryce. I really mean that. If you like the show, I would love if you can leave us a five-star review, whatever you're listening to your podcast. It helps us so much to get the word out there to other listeners. If you have any questions, any feedback, I would love to hear from you. I'm just a DM away on Instagram or TikTok at Freddy Van Hoon. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much.